This is John Gramstrand, and I'm a certified energy specialist for CHS Ag Services in Stephen, Minnesota. We're pleased to bring you this update from the Red River Farm Network. CHS Ag Services, providing solutions for your success. Good afternoon, Monday Farm News on the Red River Farm Network. I'm Randy Conan, along with Whitney Pittman and Sierra Doctor. Well, rains slowing Brazil's harvest over the weekend. World Weather Incorporated said one to three inches of rain fell over much of central and eastern Brazil, while the southwest and far western portions of the country received less than a half inch. Frequent rains are expected to continue over the next two weeks. Timely rains are expected to fall in Argentina next weekend into the following week, but temperatures expected to range anywhere from the upper 70s to the lower 100s. Nancy Joe Bateman of New Salem, North Dakota, and Jerry Doan of McKenzie, North Dakota, will be inducted March 8th into the North Dakota Agricultural Hall of Fame at the North Dakota Winter Show. Bateman served as the executive director for the North Dakota Beef Commission for 38 years before retiring at the end of 2022. Doan grew, grew up on the Black Leg Ranch where he's become an advocate for holistic management and land restoration. Minnesota State Cattlemen's Association past president Glenn Graft says some problems addressed at NCBA won't necessarily make a national issue. For those of us from Minnesota, we've talked about wolf problems for as long as I've been coming here, so 30, 40 years. And you know, we, we can't understand why it doesn't get dealt with. Colorado is just having that problem now. So that it's spreading across the country, different issues. We have CRP issues that from our region that we all agree that need to be addressed, especially some of the Western states don't understand why we would want that. And it gives us an opportunity to sit down and talk to, to the other producers. Graft, who ranches near Sanborn, Minnesota, encourages producers to voice their concerns with their local representatives. The Athens National Cattlemen's uh, NCBA trade show in New Orleans, Jorgensen Land and Cattle Partnership from Ideal South Dakota was named Region 7 winners of the Environmental Stewardship Award program. That ESAP program recognizes outstanding stewardship practices and conservation achievements of cattle producers. North Dakota Beef Commission Chairman Mark Vole says representation from North Dakota is important to help dictate where checkoff dollars go. Increased beef demand has been a high spot for the industry. Well, there's a lot of uh, discussion and whatnot as far as, you know, with the international, like for instance, I'm on the International Marketing Committee and, and we're going to meet later on this afternoon, but we've had a brief update as to what's going on there and, you know, with a lot of the economic things going on, not outside of the beef industry, it's important that we keep a hold on the fact that beef demand is still extremely strong, and uh, we bring back the message to consumers that and producers that your dollars that are invested are really supporting this market, not just at home, but on the international front as well. And there's been optimism in the beef industry. You know, one of the things is in North Dakota, you know, we're an exporting state as far as beef. We just, there's no way that we can consume all the beef that's produced in North Dakota. So we look to other places like, uh, like for instance, in the northeastern part of the state where one-fourth of the U.S. population lives in that corridor up there is about 73 million people, uh, but yet they only collect about 3% of the checkoff dollars that are there. So when we put money, for instance, into the Federation, they help to 
promote do promotional programs up in those areas where there's I think there's five or six major cities there you know we're trying to expose those individuals to beef and do everything we can to put beef on their plates the Minnesota Senate reconfirmed Tom Peterson as Commissioner of Agriculture today. The vote was unanimous at 63-0. This marks the second term for Peterson, who was first appointed in 2019 by Governor Tim Walz. Grain traders continue to watch U.S.-China relations for any hiccups in trade following the shootdown of that Chinese surveillance balloon. AgMarket.net market analyst Jacob Burks doesn't think it's having an impact so far. Doesn't do anything for us long term uh, as far as the China you know trade uh, situation that we're looking at. <laughs> I don't think that it, that helps the situation now. Uh, but no, right now I mean seeing a little bit of pressure uh, on the grain market. Uh, it's, it's really not that big. We talked last week about uh, uh, you know seeing seeing these moves in the markets. Uh, you know realistically we're at a fifteen dollar bean price and we're at a uh, $6 corn price, and, and he's been seeing an 8 to 10 cent move every now and then. It's not that big of a deal sometimes. And Burks' traders also are busy positioning now ahead of Wednesday's supply-demand report. Not a lot of changes expected to happen. I think they fiddle around with the the demand side in a way, uh, but I don't think that it's uh, you know any type of major uh, changes expected to come on that. I and mean, That's always whenever the government can, uh, the USDA can surprise us, uh, but right now I don't think there's a whole lot of you know repositioning their, their you know, the fund position or anything just for this report on Wednesday. So at its director of beef technical services, Mitch Blanding says bovine respiratory disease is the most costly livestock disease dealt with in the cattle industry. Industry wide on an annual basis, it's somewhere north of a billion dollars is what it, what it costs the industry. So it's a very substantial component of what we economically substantial component of what we deal with in terms of raising the cattle. Blanding says with calving season almost here, BRD cases will ramp up with young livestock, so colostrum consumption becomes extremely important. Things that make cattle susceptible to respiratory disease are a number of things, just young animals in general, that their immune systems are not as competent as they will be as, as an animal you know, becomes older and gets a little age on it. So if we're talking about in here when we have a lot of calves being born, right, a lot of young calves, start thinking about how we're going to protect those calves from respiratory disease and, and when we want to do that really the first place to start is to ensure that those calves receive adequate foster intake. A Russian newspaper is reporting three seed companies have suspended sunflower seed shipments to Russia. Syngenta, Bayer and New Seed suspended shipments and the processing of new orders. Meanwhile, Russia claims it was already taking steps to shut down sunflower seed shipments due to disease concerns. Get the latest news and weather updates anytime by listening to the Red River Farm Network podcasts. Listen at rrfn.com and most anywhere you can get your podcasts. You're listening to the Red River Farm Network. Monday Farm News on the Red River Farm Network. Tyson Foods reporting fiscal 2023 first quarter profits down 72% from a year ago at $316 million, while quarterly revenue was up 2.5% year over year. Tyson Foods says lower beef prices coupled with higher production costs led to the decline. Tyson's beef division operating income is down 82% from a year ago at $166 million. 
In a recent trip to Colombia and Panama, the National Pork Board Trade Team and U.S. Meat Export Federation toured expanding infrastructure that has allowed for more advanced trade of pork products to the countries. USMEF Chair-elect Randy Sprague says there is a lot of potential in Central and South American countries. We have a tendency to look to Asia and uh, think that's our only potential for exports. But really, when you look at Central, South America, Latin America, you roll up all those countries. Uh, they have the population and the opportunity to be another Mexico. And so I think when you talk about diversification, actually, we need to be actually looking south here to actually looking to uh, Latin America, to look at Central America and look in South America countries. The difficulties is, is each one of them is an individual country that we have to look at and grow that market. Bronx says Colombia and Panama have helped set the stage for South American markets, showing tremendous improvement in recent years. Colombia and Panama are just two excellent examples of what we can do. Colombia in particular, when we got a free trade agreement with them in 2012, so we've been in that market for 10 years here. How we started out with $10,000 of checkoff money, just you know, working with producers and, and they're again marketing generic pork, Today here to look at the tonnage and, and the product that we're moving into that Columbia in a 10-year period is phenomenal. USDA's weekly export inspections report shows corn inspections for the week ending February 2nd at 480,000 metric tons. That is 11% less than the previous week and 55% less than the same week a year ago. Soybean inspections of 1.8 million tons are 5% less than the previous week, but 47% more than last year. Wheat inspections of 536,000 metric tons are 20% more than the previous week and 24% more than a year ago. For the marketing year, corn inspections are 33% behind last year's pace. Soybean inspections are 1% more than last year, and wheat inspections are 2% less than a year ago. According to the North American Potato Market News, Red River Valley wash plants shipped 305,000 hundredweight of potatoes in January. Adjusting for the number of trading days, the daily shipping rate declined 31% from a year ago. Yellow potato shipments dropped 42% and reds were down more than 15%. Wash plants appear to be stretching out the remaining supply to extend that shipping season. The weekly Commodity Futures Trading Commission commitment of Traders Report is unavailable. A third-party financial data firm is una unable to provide the information due to a cyber attack. A ransom was reportedly paid to a hacking group called Lockbit. It may take days to fix this situation. China is criticizing the Biden administration's decision to shoot down the suspected surveillance balloon. A Chinese foreign ministry official said the U.S.'s use of force is a clear overreaction and a serious violation of international practice. A threat of retaliation was made by the Chinese. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken was scheduled to travel to China Friday but canceled the trip in response to the spy balloon. Dismet South Dakota cow-calf producer and cattle feeder Todd Wilkinson is the new president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Wilkinson succeeds Don Schiefelbein of Kimball, Minnesota. Clark Price of Washburn, North Dakota has been elected chair of the NCBA Federation Division. 
East Grand Forks farmer Rhonda Larson will be succeeded by Oklahoma farmer Michael Peters as chairperson of the U.S. Wheat Associates. Larson will turn over the leadership of the group at the U.S. Wheat Associates board meeting in Minneapolis in July. Jim Pellman of McCluskey, North Dakota was elected secretary treasurer. Go to the Red River Farm Network's website, rrfn.com, to sign up for the weekly FarmNet e-newsletter. You can also download this broadcast and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our other socials. It's all at rrfn.com. Reporting agriculture's business, you're listening to the Red River Farm Network. Welcome to Inside Agriculture on the Red River Farm Network. CHS and Cargill are expanding their TEMCO joint venture to include a Cargill-owned export grain facility in, on the Texas Gulf. CHS Vice President of Ag Business John Griffith says addition, the addition expands the CHS-Cargill joint venture. The TEMCO structure actually predates Cargill because it was originally created uh, in 1992 with Continental Grain, and then when Cargill acquired Continental Grain, they became the partner in the joint venture. Well, the Tempo Joint Venture and the P&W, we operate three export facilities, one in Portland, one in Tacoma, and one in Kalama. But what we're doing here is expanding that footprint by adding the Houston export elevator into the joint venture. So the Tempo Joint Venture will now operate four assets, uh, including the, the Houston Terminal and Griffith says farm commodities are moving through shipment channels quite well. First of all, there never were big problems with bulk shipments. I mean, the problems that you saw in trucks and the problems that you saw in containers uh, coming out of the pandemic uh, were more substantial than, than large bulk carriers. So the ocean carriers you know, have uh, performed quite well, and, and there's good availability and, and reasonable costs from that perspective. Wintertime is always a challenge with transportation in the interior, you know, snowstorms, cold weather, railroads getting staff. So we've seen some challenges to keep the flows going, but it's, it's by and large, that's something that we deal with on a, on a pretty regular basis. I wouldn't say that there's anything that's uh, extremely abnormal today. Checking markets before we leave you this noon hour. We're seeing March wheat Minneapolis down a penny and three quarters, 919 and three quarters. July Minneapolis wheat's down three quarters of a penny. Chicago March wheat is down four and three quarters. Kansas City March wheat four and a half cents higher. March corn half penny higher, six seventy eight. December corn is two and a quarter higher at five ninety eight and a quarter. March soybeans are down thirteen cents at fifteen nineteen. November soybeans down three at thirteen sixty six and three quarters. March canola three dollars forty cents a metric ton higher at eight thirty five even Canadian. April live cattle, 20 cents higher, 164.32. June is up 37. March feeder cattle, $1.32 higher. April lean hogs down, $3.82. Thanks for joining us. Have a great afternoon. This is the Red River Farm Network.